Greetings, my name is Pastor Deborah. Whether you're here in person, you're online, or you're watching this later, we're glad you're here to worship with us on this Easter Sunday, this day of resurrection. As we prepare to look at today's passage and theme, will you pray with me? God of light, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Today's scripture passage comes from Luke 24, verses 1 through 12. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, the women went to the tomb, bringing the fragrant spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. They didn't know what to make of this. Suddenly, two men were standing beside them in gleaming bright clothing. The women were frightened and bowed their faces toward the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He isn't here, but has been raised. Remember what he told you while he was still in Galilee? That the human one must be handed over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day, rise again. Then they remembered his words. When they returned from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Their words struck the apostles as nonsense, and they didn't believe the women. But Peter ran to the tomb. When he bent over to look inside, he saw only the linen cloth. Then he returned home, wondering what had happened. The word of life. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Today is Easter Sunday. We made it through the wilderness. We made it through the Lenten journey. And we came through Good Friday. Today we celebrate the risen Christ and his love. Historically, people share the greeting on the Easter that we've already shared. But they share it throughout the Easter season. So for the next 40 days, hopefully you'll share it. So let's practice it one more time. Christ is risen. He is risen you guys are awesome. They did so good when you did it. I thought I was going to have to practice it several times. But you guys did great. So just wherever you are these next 40 days before Pentecost, try that out with people. Go, Christ is risen. And if they don't say he is risen indeed, just wait. And then try it again. Because it's the Easter greeting. And Pentecost Sunday, by the way, is June 5th, in case you're wondering how long you have to practice this greeting. You're like, oh. <laughs> no one's going to double check you. I'm just letting you know that it's a great greeting for the next two months. Now, 
we almost don't need to look at today's scripture passage to know that the women found the tomb empty. Do we? We know the story. We've likely heard the news. Like when you came to church today, you knew that Jesus Christ is risen today. Hallelujah. And then it's like mute when the pastor sings. Year after year after year, this is the news of Easter. It's not really news anymore. Or is it? If we look back to Luke 23:56, we see that the women prepared the spices and the perfumes after the crucifixion. But they rested on the Sabbath. In today's passage, we see that they are bringing their prepared spices to the tomb very early in the morning. Very likely, myrrh is one of those spices. You may remember myrrh from Christmas, frankincense, myrrh, okay. Because it is a burial spice. And it helped with odors from decomposition. The women were on their way to honor Christ's body, to honor the body and to help it from smelling. So let's put ourselves in this passage. Imagine walking to Jesus' tomb early in the morning while it is not quite full light. For those who came to sunrise service, some of you got there before me, it was dark. So imagine walking into a cemetery in the dark. So think of the women. Were there with him? It's not quite full light. You're expecting to have to move a large stone away from a tomb. Again, you're walking among the dead. You're wondering how you might move such a stone when you get there. But your most important thought is anointing this body whom you love with the spices. You arrive and the stone is not in place. It had been rolled away. The passage that we read keeps on moving. It doesn't stop. But let's pause for just a moment. According to resources, a stone covering a tomb needed to be about four to six feet in diameter. Okay, I'm 5'4". So think four to six feet in diameter. It was typically about one foot thick. I'm not sure how thick I am. Maybe. Depending on the type of stone, it would weigh anywhere between two to 4,000 pounds. Stop comparing. <laughs> Moving that stone into place would have been easier than rolling it away because the stone would have been rolled into place on a decline, on a groove. And I got that from resources. If you want that, get with me. I'll send you the link. 
It's a good thing that stone was already moved. Can you picture those women trying to move that stone? They would have had a difficult time moving that. Finding the stone moved, as it says, they went in. Wait another moment. Seriously? It's dark. Dead bodies. Stone already moved. Are you going to walk in? Not me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rowan. If you're expecting a door to be closed for any reason and it's open, are you going to walk in? I watch too much CSI, NCIS, all that. If the door is open and it's not supposed to be, don't go in. So think about it. What energy, what emotions, what feelings might these women have had in this moment? When they entered the tomb, they didn't find Jesus' body. Another cause for a pause. They went on in, brave women, but Jesus isn't there. They fully expected Jesus' body to be there. Who wouldn't have expected Jesus' body to be there after seeing him crucified, taken down off the cross, taken to a tomb? Right? Verse 4 says, the women didn't know what to make of this. And then suddenly, two men were standing beside them in gleaming bright clothing. Verse 5 offers us their emotions by letting us know that they were frightened. Finally, we know their emotions. If they weren't frightened before, they were now. If you're allowing yourself to go on this journey to the tomb, take a moment. Ask yourself what you would have thought and felt up to this moment. How would you have reacted to Jesus not being there? And the sudden appearance of these two men in gleaming, bright clothing. As if seeing these men appear from nowhere wasn't frightening enough, they spoke. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He isn't here but has been raised. Remember what he told you while he was still in Galilee? That the human one must be handed over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day, rise again. Ah, hearing these words caused the women to remember what Jesus had taught and shared several times. They remembered his words. What would it be like in that moment to remember? To remember Jesus' words. Would hope return? 
the women responded by returning to the others. Verse 9 through 10 tell us that they returned from the tomb and reported all these things to the eleven and to the others. And in verse 10, three of these women are named for the first time. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and then the other women with them. How did those who didn't see what the women saw respond? In verses 11 and 12, we see their words struck the apostles as nonsense. And they didn't believe the women. But Peter ran to the tomb. And when he bent over to look inside, he only saw that linen cloth. Then he returned home, wondering what had happened. They didn't believe. They thought it was nonsense. Lift up your feet for a minute. I'm about to start stepping. I can't lift mine at the same time. But truthfully, how many of us don't always believe? How many of us think it's nonsense and it's okay, no judgment, no condemnation? It's hard to believe things at times, is it not? We have our doubts. We have our questions. It's okay to have doubts and questions. If you've never heard that before, I want you to hear that today. It's okay to have doubts and questions. It's okay to go, man, that sounds like nonsense. Peter ran to the tomb to find out for more, but he still didn't understand. It's okay. They couldn't imagine the women's experience as being authentic or real because it wasn't in their perceived framework of possibility. That happens to us, too. They weren't yet remembering the words of Jesus. What does it take to get us to remember? But Peter, the first two words of verse 12, but Peter ran to the tomb. Go back and study Peter sometime. Peter does all kinds of things like that. Peter is not a slow guy. He's like, all kinds of things spontaneously. Gets in a little bit of trouble from time to time. But Peter, was there something that caused Peter and what he heard to have to go check it out for himself? Was there something in that that caused him to also remember the words of Jesus? And then he bends over and he looks inside and he sees the linen cloth and no Jesus. And he wonders what happened. Wouldn't we? There's no Jesus. There's cloth. What happened? Even though the women reported what the two men shared, there was still a mystery surrounding the, the details of where Jesus had gone and how. Even though the women Remember the words of Jesus that he would be crucified and would rise on the third day. There was still the question of where is Jesus? Where is he? 
details. Don't we want to know those kind of things? Don't we always want the answers? Again, I'm not asking for you to raise hands. Sometimes we just have to live into the questions. Because we don't always get the details, do we? If you do, please see me, see me afterwards outside and share details with me when you get details. Because I want phone numbers, and when I have questions, I know who to call. I don't always get details. All we know here is that there was and is an empty tomb. An empty tomb. No Jesus. We are reminded of Jesus' words that he will be crucified and he will rise on the third day. How do we respond to this news? That's the question of the day. Christ is risen. Will you pray with me? Creator God, on this Easter Sunday, we have gone with the women to Jesus' tomb to find it empty. We have been reminded of Jesus' words that he would be crucified and would rise again. May we live into the hope of the risen Christ this day and every day as we come to the table to share in holy communion and receive the love of Christ through the elements, may we remember that we are beloved children of God. Amen.